0: This message is brought to you from Calon Church. We pray that it encourages and inspires you. Good morning everybody and thanks for taking the time to join us today. Look, we can't let this moment pass us as we uh, think of the family of George Floyd and as we all globally reflect uh, on what has taken place over the last uh, couple of weeks. It's Unprecedented times in unprecedented times. And for so often on issues of this nature, particularly on the issue uh, of race, the church has for so often and too long just been quiet, just been absent, not saying a word. And if there was something that Jesus did was he always spoke into several circumstances. And the way that Jesus often would speak into circumstances is through parables. Parables are often confused with fables. You see, a fable is a story with a moral meaning. But a parable is more powerful. A parable is a story with a spiritual meaning, with a spiritual meaning. And when Jesus speaks on subjects like the parable of the talents uh, or uh, the lost coin and so many other different uh, parables that he spoke to uh, people in his time when he was here on earth he was speaking into a situation and one of the parables i want to talk about and want to share with you today is the parable of the good samaritan a parable that's often misunderstood but a parable that tackles head-on the issue of racism itself it's not about doing good it's not about all that we would twist that parable to be when we talk about be the good samaritan this parable at its core is about race so let's turn to god's word together and let's pray father god as we turn to your word today i just pray that you would help us to understand the heart of god towards us as human beings no matter the color of our skin Help us to understand that no matter our ethnicity, we are all equal in your sight. So help us understand the truth of your word today, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Turning me to the Gospel of Luke, and we're going to look at uh, chapter 10, and we're going to focus on verse 25 to 37, which is the uh, parable of the Good Samaritan. And the scripture says this, and you will live but he wanted to justify himself i'm going to come back to that phrase in a moment the solicitor or the teacher of the law he used this phrase but he wanted to justify himself so he asked jesus who is my neighbor in reply jesus said a man was going down from jerusalem to jericho when he was attacked by robbers they stripped him of his clothes beat him And went away leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road and when he saw the man he passed by him on the other side. So too a Levite when he came to the place and saw him passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan as he travelled came where the man was and when he saw him he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds pouring uh, pouring on oil and wine. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. I wanna take you all the way back to that sentence that we pulled out of the scripture, he wanted to justify himself. You see, what happened to this teacher of the law? He asks the further question when uh, he's been asked the question, who is your neighbor? Because he wants to justify his behavior on how he treats people. And Jesus, knowing the nature of the question that he's asking, deliberately replies in this manner, talking about race. You see, the Jews and the Samaritans hated each other. In fact, you've only got to read the uh, story of Jesus and the woman at the well, the woman of Samaria in the scripture, to understand the dynamics that were taking place in that time of Christ. And so in order to justify himself, he's asking this question because he wants to treat people differently. Justifying himself just just because of difference over the way he deals with another person. You know, from 1400 to uh, the 1700s clusters of castles and forts were erected along a stretch of 500 kilometers of Africa which is called the gold Coast. one such castle was Elmina castle as early as the 1500s the settlers interest turned to the slave trade in light of the growing demand for human labor in the new world in the americans in the americas and in the caribbean and the western uh, slave the West African slave trade grew. From holding gold and ivory and other wares, the castles gradually became prisons for slaves who were reduced to yet another commodity, a commodity that was made of human beings. The majestic fortresses along Ghana's breathtaking coast coast housed dark dungeons overflowing with misery and despair right up until the slave trade was eventually abolished by the uh, set of the middle of the eighteen hundreds. Right in the middle of the coast is a castle called Elmina Castle, and in the middle of Elmina Castle is a church. A church that, when it got the uh, fortress got taken over and was used for uh, the trade of human beings, a church that was transformed and changed into yet more storage space to hold slaves sadly the church became overcome and was silent and today on the issue of race the church continues so often to be overcome and to be silent my plea to us as a church and to those that claim to be followers of Christ today is the same as Christ did back then. It is to speak on this issue of race that we cannot discriminate against people, no matter the colour of their skin, no matter their ethnicity, no matter their social background, their age, their ability, their religion. We are all made in God's image. Every single person should be treated with respect. We can't justify ourselves any longer. There's no way to stand up for it. It is in the forefront of our minds. In this time that we have, we have a moment. We have a moment to make good out of something that is evil. And here in Ammanford, and here in West Wales where racism maybe is not as bad uh, as it could be in some of the major cities of our world that have got cultures crossing against each other. We can't even give an inch to it if we say that we are followers of Christ. So the first thing I implore you as uh, people connected with Calon Church and if you're listening to my voice wherever you're listening it to, we cannot justify our silence and our behavior any longer. Secondly, we can't look away. Move on. There's nothing to see here is often the cry of law and order, isn't it? But I don't know if you watched some of the footage uh, around uh, the incident with George Floyd. It is amazing to see how many people didn't get involved in the situation. I don't know how I would have reacted, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have been able to stay silent. I would have had to engage seeing what was taking place there on the street. I wasn't there, I'm not judging. I just pray that if I was put in the same situation, that I would actually step in and intervene. You see, we can't look away and pass over the other side. Jesus in this parable is talking to people that should have known better. He's talking to priests and talking in this parable uh, of the Good Samaritan, talking about the Levites, the the ones that organised worship in the house of God. And at this time, where we are as church leaders and those that worship in the house of God, we can't be like that church in the middle of Elmina Castle that gets overcome and is silent we must not justify ourselves any longer we can't look away and lastly and finally we can't be silent you see on that day some people were perpetrators others were complicit but probably the worst part of everything is following this circumstance and situation and the moment that we find ourselves today is if we remain silent. John F. Kennedy, one of his most famous quotes, says this, for evil to prevail and for others to accomplish their purpose, it is only necessary that good men look on and do nothing. We can't justify ourselves, we can't look away, and we cannot be silent. Can I leave you with a scripture that's to be found in Galatians chapter 3 verse 16 to 28, that Paul speaks into the similar circumstance and situation and in bible times there was the same situation taking place even around the issue of slaves and masters in those days and breaking across all culture and breaking across that situation paul writes to the church in galatia he says this in galatians 3 verse 16 to 28 so in christ jesus you are all children of god Through faith for all of you who are baptised into Christ and have clothed yourselves with Christ, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ. If we claim to be followers of Jesus, if we claim to be children of God, if we claim to have the very Holy Spirit of Christ Uh, are living in us, then we cannot justify any behaviour whatsoever that cuts across people and treats them differently with any form of prejudice, regardless of their ethnicity, regardless of their gender, regardless of their religion, regardless of the social background, regardless of their age or ability. For all that's required for evil men to do nothing. To do, for sorry, for all that is required for evil men to accomplish their purpose, it is only necessary that good men look on and do nothing. Before I hand back to Ruth, if you want to know more about what Calon Church feels about this, back in January uh, 2020 that just, uh, just just passed, Uh, I spoke on loving your neighbour and what that looks like and if you want to back up to a podcast and uh, search for a podcast that's on the Callum Church um, website, look for a podcast that says love your neighbour and I break into uh, far more detail about the subject that I've been talking uh, about today so take some time to check out that uh, if you have time. This message was brought to you from Calon Church. If you want to know more, please check us out online at calon.church.